0: AG's combos, we gon' show you how the world goes. AG's combos, we gon' show you how the world goes. AG's combos, we gon' show you how the world goes. Take a look at the world we living in, it's falling apart. the glass, muscle and guns, but don't show hard heart. Sometimes spark a conversation, let that be a lesson. Speakers in the booth calling confessions, chains of oppression links us together. Any saw me weather, red, blue, black or right, white, we can do better. It's A G combos, pay attention. Make mix, break chains. Yeah, that's the mission. I said, yeah, that's the mission. A G combos
1: you how the world what's up everybody welcome back to ag's convos another week back in the pcb studio with ag and mr kenny Schmidt. what up dope? what's happening man not too much brother we had a big weekend bro. Yeah, man. Link's not changed, yeah, baby. it finally happened. Yeah. The Expressions of Love event is now available to hear and even watch. And even watch, though. Wow. God Get on YouTube. What, do you post it at the YouTube? I posted it to the YouTube, to yeah. the GB Entertainment channel. It's there. Yeah. Look up the A-V-V-F-I if you're looking for it. Expressions of Love. Yeah, I posted it. I, I reposted it on my
0: Facebook just so people can... Um, Click the link if they wanted to watch it. Um, it was pretty dope. It was, man. Shout out to all
1: of the panelists.
0: Yeah, man. Touch Touched my heart, man. I was, I was emotional. I, even though I was working, like I was listening, but I was yeah. working. And a lot of the things that was said was like touching me. And I'm like, oh, my God. This definitely needs to be a regular thing.
1: Yeah, man. I, <laughs> I, I talked to my partner, Twin, who was in the back. You know, I grew up with this cat and he was... He's always been real close to me, and, you know, we talked after he had left, because he had left, like, right as we were wrapping up. He was like, I just didn't know what to expect, but it was definitely inspiring. And I'm like, well, that was cool to hear, man, because fact of the matter is, I didn't know what to expect either. I knew what we were trying to do with it. I just didn't know what to expect. You know, you never know how people are going to take an opportunity like that. Yeah, but, and, and I mean,
0: I didn't know – I actually didn't know what to
1: expect either, though. I was
0: actually so – um caught up in the whole trying to make the podcast remote thing work and the video video work. And I was like, I just want all this stuff to work that I forgot what the reason we were doing it. You know what I'm saying? You were working. I was just working. And I was like, but then as I'm sitting there working and trying to make sure everything's working, I'm listening and I'm like... Damn, this is a dope event.
1: Yeah, man. This is you even dope. performed.
0: Yeah, and I performed that. Shout before. out to Boost. Yeah, I, Boost I,
1: performed. I, Ken didn't perform. Boost
0: performed. Yeah, Boost performed <laughs> the uh the intro. Yeah, I did yeah, that. Uh that was dope. it was it was pretty dope. Um, yeah, we I'm I'm trying to get back into my rapper mode sometime. I gotta yeah, get back. Yeah, man.
1: You got an event coming up too, right? Yeah,
0: I got the uh my boy, uh, my boy Josh. Shout out, Josh. Uh he's the owner of uh, Top of the World Studios. Okay. Um the first actual big studio I ever went to and actually recorded at. yeah, so he was kind of like instrumental to me actually getting into audio engineering, even though I was already doing it before then, but right. not on no big scale like that. Right. But once I start seeing how his was all set up and how he was doing it from inside of his house, because his, his studio, he literally built another part on the back of his house, mm. and that whole back of his house was a studio. Right. So it it wasn't in his house. It was like a whole extra section of his house he built oh, okay. on the back of his house, and then turned it into a studio. Thanks. And it was pretty damn dope. Um, so uh, he got cancer. Oh shit! So what kind of cancer? I don't know what kind. I never even oh, really. I, I I haven't talked to Josh personally in so long, but yeah. he's kind of transparent on on Facebook. Okay. So he kind of talks about it a lot. And I know he had been talking about uh, how his medical bills was piling up on him mm. and he was trying to figure it out. And uh, he, was, he had put up a post saying um, he wanted, he was, he was asking a question like, what can I do to raise money, a fundraiser to get some of these bills paid? And people started commenting like, just throw a show, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And, and, and charge your performers to come and you'll get the money from that and you can. So he did it. Mm, okay. And uh, it actually worked out for him. I mean, it was—he literally posted after every—he he filled every slot. He had fourteen slots. Okay. He filled all the slots, and then he posted a a picture of his account for his medical bills that was at zero. Oh wow! It paid everything it off. Paid it all off. Oh, that's dope. And I was like, dude, I, at the at the beginning of. That, at the end of the day, I'm a kind of guy that like, I would have gave him the money without performing. Right, right. It, w- it was because he's that guy to me, right. but it gave me a chance to kind of get back out there too.
1: You know, and I I think people lose sight of that. You know, yeah, yeah you're you're investing in yourself because yeah. you're going to be in front of an audience of people that's going to get to hear your voice again. Yeah. You know and, what I mean? And shout out your last
0: time friends. I did a show for him, it was at the Agora. Oh, okay. And I was opening up for one of his acts, and. It was an amazing show. Like I kind of shut the show down when I went, because oh, cool. I had my own DJ. Right. We did. A, we rehearsed for like three weeks before the show, so we had a whole little set, literally. Right. And I was the only one there that had my own DJ, so it was the DJ they had, and then my DJ was sitting next to him, and they was like, well, "Why is there another DJ set mm. up?" And they didn't know it was me though. <laughs> I kinda shut that one down. So that and it was a good show though. I mean cool. Agora I I mean to play the Agora is a big thing because it's a it's a historic uh yeah. concert spot and right. a lot of people's played the Agora. Right. I mean we didn't that's do why the, I saw Tupac at we didn't do the big, big stage, which is the huge stage, but they have like a another part of the Agora that's like a smaller stage yeah. but it's a big venue too. Right. And uh I did that stage and it was it was pretty dope. There. Wow. And yeah, so, shout true. out, Josh, man! Yeah, I'm, 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 sure. I, I, I'm so happy that you got them bills paid, man! You, uh, you're a very inspirational guy, and you don't even bother nobody. So. What's the event? Is it open to the public or what? What? The event? Yeah, everything. Yeah, oh, uh, the, the event is in Ashtabula. Um, um eh, I don't is know it, how many Augustine people gonna wanna drive 7th? out there.
1: 27th, right? I, twenty seventh, right? August twenty eighth. The
0: is Saturday. So I mean next Saturday, not this Saturday coming up next Saturday. Right. So uh, if you want to try to if you want to get tickets, at only ten dollars. Uh, just get with me. Um, holler at me on my Instagram PCBCEO or on my Facebook PCBCEO Smith. Either one, and you can holler at me, and I'll get you some tickets to that. That's what's
1: up. But yeah, man. Getting back to this weekend, you know it i felt like we were in a room full of activists man i I felt like i mean you know uh uh, shout out to uh francis uh caldwell uh, marcus garvey man i swear it it felt like he was in the room you know what i mean you could just feel the presence of them old souls you know like cheering us on you know what i mean i don't know i loved it
0: i mean her like i said when i got to her After that was all over with, she was the first person that I wanted to go talk to because she was the last person to talk that was on the panel, but... Just by her being uh, Amir's mom, I wanted to actually meet her. You know what I'm saying? Because Amir is an inspirational dude to me, too. Right. So I was like, dude, I see why he is how he is. And she said it, too.
1: She's like, I teach my boys. Yeah. And when she said that, I was like, yes, she do. She does that. (laughs) She definitely teaches them and her grandkids. Yes, they own it. Yeah, man. Quick shout-out. We had... Andrea Mahone, a just-in-time uh, workplace employment. We had Dr. Victor Waller, uh, a uh, – uh, what he refer to himself as? Uh, uh, how did he put it? He said, I'm a doctor by title. That's what he yeah, said. Yeah, he
0: said, I'm a doctor by title, but it, my, yeah. my 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 uh, doctor's in
1: education. Yeah, my philosophy. Philosophy. He said, yeah, my, my – my education is in philosophy, and you can hear it in yeah. every single word every he spoke word. I was like, man, this dude yeah. is preaching without the gospel Yeah, and still sprinkling it in there. Yeah. Benita Horton, uh, we had Reverend uh, Elgin Reynolds out of uh, Shoregate. Benita Horton is with Cleveland Metro School District. Then who else we have? Corey Kane, cocaine, oh, man. Corey yeah, shut it down. Y'all oh, heard my about him? Yeah, the uh, the love
0: school preach going. Oh on. my like, god. god, he was. I knew he. I knew he was coming hard when he stood up. Yeah.
1: He was like, <laughs> I don't need no mic and I can't sit. He's like,
0: dude, I got to stand up because I'm about to talk to y'all. Y'all about to hear what I got to say. Right. And he put it down hard on everybody. Hard, like he had everybody's attention.
1: I not one person in there went, and their eyes went like this. Right, it's crazy because I was listening to the audio back, and there was a lot of shuffling. You know, we learned a lot. Just so y'all know, we know the audio, the audio on the video, the audio on the podcast. It wasn't one hundred, but. We learned a lot in that event, man. Yeah. So there was a lot of ruffling and shuffling. People were walking back and forth and eating, standing in front of the camera yeah. and all we, that. We we were trying to do a million things at one at time. At the same time, but when he started talking, <laughs> there was dead silence. It's like place. I
0: think everybody who was serving foods went and sat down and listened right, to him. Right. Like you
1: know what? Let's stop
0: for a minute and listen to Corey King, right? Because <laughs> <Right.
1: laughs> he got some things to say. Absolutely. We had Tiana Goshe in there, man. Yeah. I had never met her, but you talk about somebody that just. Feel it, feel it, feel it. She was, she was so. I, I, in my
0: editing process, yeah. she was, she was so loud, right? Cause she, she, her presence was like there. Like at first, she started out real low, and somebody's told her, "Can you speak up for me?" Yeah. And <laughs> after that, she went totally like on a. You can't million. hear me, right? But somebody mic'd her up, <laughs> yeah. And Corey once they mic'd her, mic'd her up, up right. it was like she instantly became loud. But she was so emotional, and you felt everything oh, yeah, that she was man. saying. Yeah,
1: we had a yeah. That was that was a lot.
0: Yeah. That was a lot. Yeah, she And was then Francis
1: came after her, but you know the the star of the show, man, was between Charlize Lyles and Alonzo Quinn, yeah. man. Them two, they recorded their sessions. They couldn't physically be in the building, so yeah. they recorded their sessions. And man, you could just feel their presence. Yeah, in the they were. Building. It was like
0: they were there, dude
1: that was wild and Charlie, I I still can't believe she actually came sent that with that with that uh, audio with everything she had going on I mean you know she had mentioned that she had lost a nephew that was like within the 24 hour period that she recorded that man yeah and I'm like
0: sheesh she was like we kind of had scratched her and was like you know what if she don't send nothing we ain't gonna worry about it Right?
1: then it just pops up in my email when
0: you sent it to me I'm like she sent one And she gave, it was like what she was saying was something that everybody needed to hear because she was talking about things you need to do to keep your mental state. Intact. Intact. Right. And you wouldn't think somebody would kind of like go that way with it. Right. Because of what type of event it is. But she just was like, it's like something that needed to be said. It,
1: it, it touches on the core of the shit that we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. The problems that we're dealing with. The core of it. We talk about the surface level stuff. You know, Alonzo put this event together to talk about those eight criminogenic domains that we have been talking about and how each element impacts a child's ability to stay out of jail mm-hmm. and that's what we ask each of those individuals to address but she's like okay, this is what they're looking at but let's talk about what we're dealing with what we're dealing with and what we're dealing with is deeper than these tangible subjects yeah. these are fundamental problems and she just she just dealt with them you know but what I mean so she came yeah.
0: from King Kennedy so yeah. she she, she got to know that these kids and and these adults need this type of talk because right. it's like dude these are things i had to do to get my mental state right right to be where i'm at today and like right. i was I, and in order for it to happen i had to you know what i'm saying get rest i had to meditate i had right. to do all sleep. these things she, I she to, literally said sleep she said go to sleep dude drink water drink
1: water you know what i mean flush Flushed the impurities out of and, your body. And, and as, as crazy as it seems, a lot of people don't drink water. Yeah, it was wild, man. She, I mean, she definitely gets it. She gets it on a very cellular level. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She understands how the human psyche affects our decision-making process. And that's really what that event all came down to. Mm-hmm. We got to change how kids think about their environment in their community so they make better decisions. Yeah. And and use those factors to really gauge and and implement some kind of direction in that process. And that's I mean, they 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 killed it, man. They killed it.
0: Dude, I everybody
1: who talked on that whole podcast was amazing, dude. Yeah, it was. I felt like you know, I could just take a backseat. I'm, I'm a student today. You know what I mean? I spent so much time talking into this. Yeah, mic, you ain't even really nice. have. All you I had to really do have... was
0: introduce each person, and, and, and it was all the, the impossible.
1: Yeah, I mean, I gave them a little direction so they didn't feel overwhelmed by the question because yeah. it's an overwhelming question. Yeah,
0: yeah. you know, but and you I, ain't really yeah. asked it the same way to everybody either. Right? Like I'm everybody right. had their own way of the same question, but just let me put it to you this way. Right. And right. maybe you'll give them a different insight right. instead of just trying to back somebody else's right. opinion. Right. Right. And even to the, down to the point at the end, other people still wanted to talk. Like, oh, we had people man. in the audience that, that was counts, very important.
1: Up. And yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah. I was like,
0: who is she? Yeah. Like, why wasn't she on the panel? We ain't got enough mics. We ain't got enough time. We ain't got enough. Well,
1: you know, and <laughs> certain people, they they didn't necessarily want to be front and center in that particular environment. And I man. get it. You know what I mean? And in, in hindsight, I completely understood, considering who was in the audience. And I'm like... I knew who was there. I'm like, well, you know, it'd be nice if this person could talk, but I don't expect it. But when she got up in the end and identified herself and her relationship and her affiliation and her resources and what she could actually do, I'm like, yeah, we definitely made and it.
0: And once I heard that, because I, I, you see, I moved the camera over. Yeah. And when I couldn't get too much because the pole was right there. Right. but. Dude was talking, and I was like, at least I, I know who talking. I see him right. in that little corner right there. I see right, you right. talking, boy. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then all of a sudden, she stood up, and it was like perfect angle. Like, right. oh, okay. And then it happened to be somebody very
1: important that we did want to say something. Absolutely. So, yeah. <laughs> it was a beautiful thing, man. But now we on to the next one. You know, we we got to get ready for that next event. We got to get ready. We got to get back to life. You know what I mean? Speaking of mental health, which was a big part of it, how was uh, how was the GB7 pod? I mean, oh I yeah, just um,
0: you know um, GB7 was a great pod. Yeah. You know we we
1: we talked about uh, your
0: pod, of course. We always do. Right. We all Dave asked that question every pod. We um, talked about um, a lot of things, little yeah. little things here and there. Um, talked about the Browns. Talked about Dr. Dre and his daughter. We talked about. Um, a whole bunch of different stuff, though. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, it was a good good pod, um, good energy. That's cool. Um, everybody, Monica was back from vacation, from birthday vacation. Yeah. So we talked about her vacation. Man, her
1: birthday was like a month ago. She's yeah. still partying. And I she love she's still it, partying, dude. And I'm <laughs> like, dude,
0: your birthday over. She's like, uh-uh, <laughs> not to the end of <laughs> August. I'm like, dude. And she ain't playing. Yeah, no, she ain't playing. She is not playing. But, yeah, uh, everybody was in a good mental. I mean, uh... Dave is kind of in a in a mental where uh, he's going through a lot um, right yeah. now, but he's in a better space because he has us around him. That's cool. So that was a good thing to kind of hear because even though he has all these things going on around him,
1: right. he's
0: he has the outlet, which is us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I told him that on the pod. I said, dude, as long as you got us to talk to, I mean yeah. – all your problems really ain't really that much because we can help you solve those problems. Right, right. You got somebody to help you. You know what I'm saying? Some people don't have nobody to talk to when they go and they go down this road and you don't want to go down that road. You right. told me not to go down that road. Right. Arthur told you not to go down that road. So we're trying to tell people don't go down that road. Right. We, we got
1: we to gotta stick to our guns, man. And yeah. That's why I always bring up that show. You know, it's a huge contrast to the nature of the conversations we have on here and the target audience we're speaking to on here you know he's talking to a different group of people Yeah, but they need to hear my message and in a lot of cases my people need to hear his so i bring it up the gb7 podcast is on spotify it's on apple music it's everywhere you can find this one it's it's a different perspective of life in this community, yeah. but it's one that is just as real as this one is. You know, mm-hmm. so I always encourage people to listen to it.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you just want to have fun, it's a, it's a fun podcast. It's, a much, it's yes. very, very, very fun. It's it's not as inform it's informational, but more of pop culture and not of the reality. We kind of try to. Therapy ourself out of reality yeah. by being in the world we be in on that podcast
1: and that's the <laughs> other contrast You know, I talk about the stuff that people don't necessarily want to talk about and it's not because they don't want to deal with it You got to deal with it. Yeah, when you got to do it. Yeah, you know, but if you're not able to vent about it and kind of get it off your chest or at least have an open Conversation with somebody you trust about it or hear a perspective from somebody you trust about it Then it just bottles up inside yeah. of you, you know, this is as much therapy for me as it is for the people that I'm trying to talk to yeah. because I get some of this stuff off my chest. Yeah. You know what and I mean?
0: it, it's just like, dude, I might not be able to say this to someone in their face, but you will hear my opinion on here Right. and it, how you feel about it. If you want to call me, you can talk to me, but yeah. I, I wouldn't say this to you in your face right now because I know you probably would get offended.
1: Yeah, but, yeah, I might
0: not give a shit. <laughs> I mean, you might not. But I'm just saying though, but some of the things you say, you wouldn't say it the same way. Like yeah, this let I mean, you say it yeah. how you really feel about it and not really have to go into like your uh your professional my personal, way of.
1: My personal, because you know, what I do on here is very much meant to be all inclusive. Yeah. I try to keep the personal out of it. You know, yeah. we've talked about that a few times. You'll never really hear my Opinion about something because I just feel like my opinion isn't why you're here it's like you know if you know me well enough you'll understand what I think based on how I address the problem yeah. but I'm not here to say this is what I think that, mm-hmm. that gets boring quick yeah. you know what I mean I'm here to try to understand or help you understand why people think the way they do about yeah. these things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it ain't about me because I'm not the person you might have to deal with. Yeah. And you give you millions
0: of, uh, if i give you a whole bunch of different perspectives of right. it. It ain't got to be just one perspective. Right. The one that I, I truly believe in, if you want to know that one, come holler at
1: me. Yeah, if you want to know my <laughs> opinion, ask me for my opinion. Yeah. You know, but... Yeah, come you know, holler at me. I'll what tell I you think my makes me a little different is that I deal with such a Variety of people. People, I mean, a huge demographic of people on a regular basis, black, white, old, young, tall, short, fat, skinny, American, you name it. I don't care, gay, straight, it don't matter. I talk to everybody,
0: and try to keep everybody in the same space and not really like ruffle a million feathers that I hang around every day or I see every day. Now. On here, I might ruffle some feathers and be like, hey, I just ruffled some feathers. Right. Because, you know, this
1: <laughs> This isn't how you feel about this issue, but this is how a lot of people feel about yeah. this issue. Yeah. I know that because they've told me. Yeah. And they're okay with how they feel. And you got to be okay with how they feel because yeah. they're not telling you Everybody's how Everybody's entitled to a Everybody's opinion. entitled to their pain. Yeah. And... It doesn't make their opinion important, but it's still theirs. Yeah. That's, my opinion ain't important, but it's still mine. I
0: think that's the problem with with today's society. Everybody takes everybody's opinions so literal.
1: Yeah. Just
0: because it's their opinion, if I don't like certain things, I don't have to like certain things. Right. Just because you like it, don't mean I have to right. like it. Let's Let's just agree to have a to yeah. be on
1: two different channels about. So you this ain't gonna issue. mess with
0: me because I don't like what you like.
1: That's right. That's stupid. Right. <laughs> Now, there are certain scenarios, though, and we came to see this about five years ago when Donald Trump started running for president. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, there was a lot of people that say, hey, I believe in this. (laughs) And there was a lot of people that said, well, I don't. And it's like, okay, you don't have to believe in what I believe in or vice versa. Mm -hmm. But once you start looking at what that individual represents— And to say I believe in that, you know, based on your perception, you know, I feel like he's a racist. Well, I don't feel like he's a racist. Well, he's clearly a racist. You know, somebody may feel that way. And if you support a racist, how can I how can I be in tune with you? You know what I mean? That makes it a little different. It makes it hard. Yeah. It makes it real hard to say it's okay to not agree with me because you agree. It's like being homophobic or being racist or, 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 you know, Whatever the situation is. We're taught to be
0: humane. Right. We got to be
1: humane. (laughs) So if you represent somebody that's not humane, if you're like, oh, I believe in the KKK, it's like, well, then we can't be friends. I don't care. Yeah, you're still entitled to your opinion, but you believe in something that was meant to destroy. Me. Uh, me, Right. of targeted me. Yeah, they targeted me. Because of the color of my skin. You know, then that makes it a bit of a difference. You know. And speaking of which. Speaking of which. You know, one of the things I really wanted to talk about was this covid situation. Yeah, man. Because it's coming back. Yeah. The Delta I variant it, is this on, a, is on the be rise. going to a long summer, man. I knew it was going to have something to do with these police and I knew it was going to have something to do with this virus. It's coming back the Delta virus or Delta variant is picking up steam. You man. know, we shutting down cities. We just had again. what uh
0: 3200 mm-hmm.
1: cases in Ohio in, in
0: 24 hours.
1: That's scary, I was,
0: man, I was just watching the news this morning I'm like, "Dude,
1: 3200 in 24 hours? Oh, shit. That's a big number, man. And, you know, we keep getting back to the same question because, you know, there's a lot of people that have taken it. There's a lot of people that haven't. And for various reasons, people are saying, I still don't think this is the route for me to go. Yeah,
0: I mean, you have protests. Mm-hmm. You, got, you got hospitals now trying to mandate it. Yeah. And workers saying, hell no, I'm not taking it. And I'm going to protest outside this boy every day if I have to. And I get it it's mm-hmm. that's the American way of doing it and but i I don't think it's people are it's 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 crazy because uh you sent me that video earlier, mm-hmm. and it was of a guy, and he said he hadn't seen his friend in the in a nice little minute
1: couple days right
0: and uh he had just got his second dose of the vaccine so he was like I called the fire department and told him that I haven't seen him and nobody's so they came and he videotaping it and he videotaped them break into his door and seen him land on the ground dead though he was like oh he's gone he's dead so if you're going to take the virus the vaccine my friend is dead like
1: really yeah, he took the second dose and now he's dead
0: and hey. i'm like dude that is a that's very that's very very scary to even watch just because but i'm not saying that the the vaccine cuz we already established that it's really not a vaccine it's really just a a preventative maintenance thing we right. we established that it's not really cuz a vaccine is supposed to cure something right right and it's not curing anything. Right. But uh, at the end of the day, um, the, uh, the scare tactic of it is really what gets me. Because now you're, you, you're giving everybody this preconception of what might happen to them. Right. When you don't know if that guy was allergic to that shit. Right. Or something was, he would had just a reaction to it. People are going to have reactions to that stuff. Because nobody knows what you're getting put, getting put in you.
1: And that's what I want to talk about. And just to be clear, I believe the, the purpose of a vaccine is to, is to build your body's defense mechanism against the virus that the vaccine is meant to counter. Right. So if you take the vaccine, you shouldn't get the virus. But in this case, it's not stopping you from getting the virus. It's, it's just, just stopping the severity, severity of, the virus of the virus once right. it's in your system. So it's like, okay, maybe it's slowing things down, maybe not. You know, but to your point about the who, you know, the the big issue that we keep seeing and we keep hearing it here in Cleveland because this is a predominantly black city. It's like, oh, black people aren't taking this seriously. They're not buying into this vaccine. And we don't understand why. Well, I think there's a lot of reasons why people choose not to take a man-made vaccine to counter a man-made virus okay i I think there's a lot of reasons for it yeah i i totally agree but specifically speaking to black people i had this conversation with somebody earlier today and she was like how is it that i've never heard this before i'm like what do you mean i said this is american history 101 this is racism and segregation one-on-one. This is the slave trade one-on-one. This is the history of this country as it relates to black people. She said, I've never heard this before. And what I had brought up was the the Tuskegee experiment because, you know, we were talking about the virus and I was like, you know, they're saying the issue is in the black community, but why is it expected that the black community is supposed to just blindly trust these medical experiments? because we when did that before. For the history of this country, <laughs> we've been medical guinea pigs. Yeah. We there's been one virus, chemical agent after another tested on black people for the history of this country and depending on where you are in the world, it was a, it was present in other places as well. So the fact that we're hesitant <clears throat> to be a part of another experiment isn't that abnormal yeah. especially when you and, and this is what i said before i said if the vi- if the vaccine was meant to be all-inclusive if it was meant to be simply a solution to the problem why put a serial number on it and why affix that serial number to this individual because mm-hmm. what does a serial number tell you if somebody tells you this is the vin number for your car they know exactly where it was made and what parts and pieces were put into that automobile. Yeah. What day it was done on. They got a whole record yeah. for the fabrication of that car. I could tell you which store the screwdriver came from that was used to actually twist your wrench, I mean your, your seat cover into place. Mm-hmm. Because I have the serial number for that vehicle. It gives me all of this DNA data, data for that car. Right in the same way the serial number does for the vaccine. Now, I know the intention is, well, if we know that this serial number went to this person and we know that serial number was Pfizer and that person goes into the second dose, we don't give them Moderna or we don't, you know what I mean? We know certain things. We know what date they took it on. We know which batch it came from. We know this. We know that. We we have all of this metadata that we can use to make sure we don't make the mistakes that were being made 20, 30, 40 years ago. Yeah. 100% accurate. Yeah. But what else does it tell you? Your name. It tells you the the demographics of the person that took it, the location they were, their address, everything, their nationality, their race, their age, their weight, their medical history. You know if you gave this particular vial to a person that has a history of cancer in their family. Now, if I want to know, if I want to quote unquote test the results of this agent. I could put that agent in this vial and send it to this community. Because I know how many black people are in that community. I know how many cancer patients are in that community. I know many people in that community smoke weed or drink alcohol or whatever. Mm-hmm. And before they can actually inject you with that um, syringe, they have to assign that serial number to that individual. Yeah. Based on what? They scan it before they give it to them. Right. Yeah. And they base it on the 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 checkout sheet that you give mm-hmm. them, right? So you go in and you fill out a form. Mm-hmm. They, they match that form with an injection. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? When you can just give it to people. When you, if, if, if Pfizer made one version of it and everybody else copied it, Pfizer gets the name brand, everybody else gets the generic. Mm-hmm. That's what we do with Tylenol, right? Yeah, all that. Acetaminophen is acetaminophen. This is Man. what I told somebody earlier. It don't matter who you get it from, Tylenol, Bayer, or Rite Aid, Mm -hmm. it's acetaminophen, right? Mm -hmm. It's the formulation doesn't change. Why does virus got to be different? Yeah, you're right. So that way I know that what the president got, the president got Pfizer, I got Pfizer. Mm -hmm. The president got Moderna, I got Moderna because it's the same formula. But the same formula don't work for all people. Okay, so what are you going to change? And how do I know what you changed? How does your change affect me? And what makes me different from everybody else that you're, you know what I mean? Then you start, this is where the mind goes. And when you've been, when you've been traditionally the test dummy for all of these medical products, it does not surprise me that black people are like, I don't know yet. You know what I mean? And, and a lot of people don't understand that, but you're looking at it from Europe. Why wouldn't I do that? I'm in rural Illinois. Yeah. You're in you're in Redneck country. Mhm. There's no reason for you to be. You ain't even at around risk. nobody. You know what I mean? You're not around anybody that that may have some of these questionable elements that can now be tested against with this version of the yeah, vaccine. Yeah, cuz you don't know, the the
0: the covid rate in those areas is very very low. Like you don't yeah. in the rural areas, you don't you don't get that. Right. right. If you look on the map and they tell you when you, they be like, all right, this the red spots and the right. the, the, the little green spots be like somewhere in the cornfield somewhere. Middle <laughs> of nowhere.
1: But think about the fact that and, and, you know, I said this to somebody earlier. I said, you know, there's 300 and let's call it 360 million Americans. OK, let's say they wanted to test a specific element of a antivirus or a, a whatever, whatever some kind of an agent that might react to certain types of DNA structures. And they put that in a million vials. Mm. They know which million it's in. <clears throat> the, the pharmacist that gets it may not know he has it. The doctor that gets it may not know he has it, but it's there. Yeah, it's there. And I know I'm going to send the majority of that to traditionally uh, communities of color. So I'm going to send it to L.A., I'm going to send it to Detroit, I'm going to send it to Cleveland, I'm going to send it to New Orleans, whatever. Right? That's where 70% of this stock is going to go. It's a million doses. Now, maybe somebody reacts. Maybe this element is meant to make certain DNA types or certain blood structures react instantly and others react over a 10-year span. Yeah. I don't know. You know what I mean? Now... This is a conspiracy theory. I don't want people to think that I'm saying this is what's happening. happening, But I'm saying we know that when you start labeling things to the specificity of a vial, of a syringe, you know what's in it. Yeah. And you can pinpoint where it's going to end up at. Okay, we're going to send these to Ohio, but make sure they go to Cleveland, Cincinnati. Don't send them to Toledo and Columbus. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Don't send them to... Finley and, and Niles. Yeah, Send them to the east side of Cleveland. Not the suburbs of Cleveland, nah, just the east just side, the east of, side of, the of the inner city of Cleveland. Cleveland. Send it to these 15 CVSs and these 25 Rite Aids. Mm-hmm. And let's see who ends up with them. Yeah, Because we know we got a better chance of hitting the demographic we're looking for. Because we know in that particular community there are X number of people that drink malt liquor and there's, or at least X number of bottles of malt liquor sold. And you can start using all of this metadata to form a picture of these communities and say, I want to know what this effect is in that corner of of the country, send it there and see what happens. And if you get a good reaction out of it, then right. And like I told somebody earlier, you know, yeah, we can use, we're smarter. We can use the power of the internet and of data to say, you know, we know what you've done in the past. We know how to do this and we know how to do that. But in the same sense, they created a Patriot Act that says you can't ask us certain questions about the way we do certain things with certain types of people in certain types of scenarios. So, like I said a long time ago, for every problem that we create, we create a solution. Mm-hmm. You know, and how many times have we seen this movie? These zombie movies. Oh, we're going to release this agent to the air and here's the antidote. And now the whole movie is based around... Stealing that antidote Still in that from that antidote, individual right. before the whole world goes up in smoke. You know what I mean? We've seen it. We know it's possible. Now, am I suggesting that we're being targeted? No. But I know we have.
0: I'm pretty sure that I it's, know so, we ma- have. it's so many different types of vaccines and so many different doses. I'm pretty sure. Because it started out, I know when it first started, it was just hospitals that got it. Right. Which I'm pretty sure uh, you, I can't. That's just targeting a hospital. So right. you got all types of people in there. Right. And everybody that, everybody kind of took that. Um, I know one at my at the hospital I work at. Mostly everybody kind of like, they probably was leery at the beginning, but then they finally came around once a few people they knew took it. It was like, how you feel? I feel fine. I'm straight. Right. And then you go take it. Kind of what I did when I did it, but right. I was like, "Dude, hold on. They they here with it. All right, give me give me about a month. I'll you going to take. All right, go take yours. Give me about a month." And that's how I I, I kind of did mine. but um, the vaccine is it's a scary situation. That's why I really don't I don't touch on it. I don't judge. There's no right. reason to judge anybody who don't want to take I it. I get why
1: people do. I get I why, get why don't. you
0: don't want to take it. I get why people do want to take it and I just happen to be on the side that did take it so I'm just keeping I'm I'm a social distance type of guy anyway so I ain't <laughs> really got time for it. Y'all can keep all those I, I didn't experience coronavirus death in my family so it right. it kind of hit me a different type and of I way. And I think
1: that's the other part of the equation. Yeah. There's a lot of people at risk. You know, if you get it you will die. Yeah. So it's like okay, well I'm going to definitely die if I get it. I might die if I get the virus or the vaccine. Or I might die on my way to the fucking pharmacy. Yeah. You know what I mean? No matter how you look at it, you're taking a chance. And that's the reality of the situation across the board. There's more people susceptible to prolonged long-term damage by not getting the vaccine.
0: It's going to be being two Americas, man.
1: It's gonna be a vaccinated America and an unvaccinated right. America. <laughs> and, you know, and I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's there's a good chance of that. I don't. I, oh damn, that would suck.
0: Be like the fact this. of the matter
1: is, y'all stay over there. Right. <laughs> the fact of the matter is, everybody needs to do what's in their own best interest. Yeah,
0: and I get it. That's why I say, if you don't want to get vaccinated, that's fine. But when this thing, if this thing gets worse and worse and worse and worse and worse, me being vaccinated going to be like, all right, now I'm cool, but we really got to keep our masks on and stay away from each other. If if you're just not going to get vaccinated. Well,
1: now they're talking about boosters because keep in mind the vaccine isn't meant to last forever. Yeah.
0: It's just like a flu shot. Yeah, it'll be just like a flu shot. Yeah, and, how and, often and they, we get those? they're saying that the ones that are really at risk need a booster. So they're supposed to start that in September. Right, and that's fine. I mean, I wouldn't be uh, I wouldn't be objective to a booster really. For real, I already took the two. Might as well take another one. Right. Get another one on the, in there. But I mean, all we can do is try to right. <laughs>
1: I mean it, that, could, and this it, is what makes it, this. <laughs> this is what makes this topic so uncomfortable. Yeah, because there is no right answer. There's no right answer. you are gonna
0: die regardless. Like I didn't want to really take it. My girl didn't want to take it. But after a while, she was like, "I just don't want to be restricted." Right. And at, and I told her like, "Dude, after a while they're gonna start restricting us." Yes,
1: exactly. If you it. don't
0: get that at that vaccine and. And i seen it in her eyes. She's like, I want to travel.
1: I'm definitely going to take my (laughs) vaccine. And that's it. I mean, so there's got to be, and and I feel like the, the part that makes me uncomfortable is there's only so much that we know as the general public. Yeah. And there's things that the medicals, the science field and community knows that we don't know. And some whistleblowers are trying to get certain information out there that's useful. And a lot of them are like, we couldn't explain it if we tried." So don't even waste your time trying. You're just going to incite a lot of anxiety and and frustration and fear. So let's just do what we know is in the best interest of the people. And if we see somebody doing something they shouldn't be doing, we're going to blow the whistle on them. And you just got to run with that confidence that, you know, there's somebody more intelligent than me looking out for me. Yeah. And, you know, there was a point in time during that last administration where we felt like we couldn't believe anything that came out because so much of it was disproven. And, you know, there's a there's a group of people the other side of that coin that feel the same way. Now, the people that trusted Trump don't trust Biden. The Mm -hmm. people that trust Biden didn't trust Trump, you know, but they're both supposed to be moving in the same direction based on the intelligence of the people above and beyond them. The big difference is when somebody told Trump something he didn't want to hear, he fired him. Somebody tell Biden something he don't want to hear, he asked for better explanation, but he don't say stop what you're doing until I get an answer I like. He say do what needs to be done and help me understand what's yeah. happening. And I think that's what makes him a better speaker of the people. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I, I still feel like if a lot of the things that Donnie did. Donnie. <laughs> Um, Donnie T. One of the main things he did, which was uh, take away what Obama had put in place for stuff like this. Um, That kind of rubbed me totally the wrong way because it was like, dude, this could have all been prevented and we wouldn't even be dealing with this. But instead, you chose to say, no, we can use that money somewhere else, like building a wall.
1: (laughs) Who does that? I don't know. I mean, that amounted to a lot of Strife in this country. Yeah, you know what I mean. And we're still, we're still digging up our way out of that hole, and that hole keeps getting bigger. And I'm not saying that everything Biden is doing is I'm,
0: acceptable uh, yeah, cause to I'm, the people. I, I, I'm, I'm not even really. At the end of the day, it the damage was done when Donnie left. Right. So him coming in, I knew he wasn't about to be our savior. Right. He didn't. It was just that, just get us out of this one. Right. And put us somewhere else, so we can stop really focusing on this nigga trying to kill us. Right? Because that's how it felt like. It right. felt like we was about to die with him.
1: Right? Like
0: everybody. Can and die. he made it clear that he didn't
1: <laughs> care about a certain group of people.
0: Yeah. Like.
1: So, and what's different from the vaccine he was providing than the vaccine we're getting now?
0: It just felt like he was like a villain, and he was like, "Dude, we're gonna lose a couple million people. I don't care. We right. can lose those. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about that. He'll say we lose those million or." three or four or
1: five right. or seven. Heard immunity. But I mean, and that's my point. Was he just the only one proud enough and 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 cold enough to be vocal about it?
0: Yeah. Only one. He, yes, he guarantee
1: was. he wasn't the only one thinking about it. But or I'm pretty sure
0: it. that it was a million of them. Th- he just repeated what he heard more than likely. Right. Somebody told him that. Like, dude, we're gonna lose people. And Donnie just went out you there and said to be okay the- with it. Yeah. And and at the end of the day, I, I did take heed to that concept of if if cer- certain people take that vaccine, we're going to lose people because we don't know what this vaccine is. Yeah, and and it's not like we're losing just one demographic of a person or right. one one race of a person. We're losing all types of people across the spectrum. So right. it's it's not like it's targeted. It's just like uh, out of millions and millions of people, we got. Uh, hundreds A, hundred, hundreds of a, a right. hundred thousand people that died from the vaccine out of yeah. millions of people. Right. That number is nothing to statistics. Right. But to us, we like that's a lot of people, right. dude. What do you mean? One is enough, right? <laughs> One is enough. Right. You talking about a hundred thousand out of millions of people, and you like, well, we only lost a hundred thousand. That's right. how they treat the uh, the soldiers. Right. They be like, dude, we got a lot of troops.
1: We're gonna lose some. Right.
0: Their families are taken care of. We're Gonna lose some, but we're still gonna win this war, though,
1: right? Yeah, but how many families are taken care of because of COVID, even though the families nobody nothing to do with it, you know what I mean? And that's my point, you know, we're expendable at that point, yeah, because it's like save who you can,
0: it's just right. like the it's playing out like the movies, though. The movies telling, do the this, same this thing. This is
1: my point, this is what I'm getting at. It we plays, have seen this movie so, <laughs> so many, many times. times, right? How can we not expect expect there to be something else going on. Dude,
0: these president movies that we'd be watching and they'd be like, well we're going to have to lose some people. Right. We only can
1: save who we can save. And the right. people who get saved get saved and all everybody else the just die. Put and let the rest of the country die. Right. Save the important ones. The scientists and the doctors. Yeah. And the, the pretty ones so we can have be, pretty babies. What was they, that movie? Uh, Deep Impact? Uh, no.
0: 2021 or twenty twenty.
1: 2012? 2012. Yeah. It was like that. Yeah. I mean, all of them. Deep Impact. name of it now. But all of them. I mean, there's so many of them. Mm-hmm. There's so many of them. Book
0: of them. Eli. Book of Eli right. was like that.
1: Essentially right. Mm-hmm.
0: They had a whole nother place where it was people there. Like, where everybody else was, like, eating brains and zombies and eating, just living under, amongst some bullshit. I
1: mean, um, 12 Monkeys. Yeah. It's, it's always, uh, um, um. What was the the zombie one? Is it Project Z or something like that? Whatever it was. I mean, hell, um, iRobot. It's all the same. I Am Legend. It's all the same thing. It's like
0: things that you'd be like, what if that really happened?
1: Right. And then all of a sudden, we got a worldwide virus. We got a virus that's real. And they're basing those movies on the fact that these things have happened in the past and this is how we handled it in the past. And this is how technology might advance those kind of problems Mm -hmm. or how we might ignorantly spread those kind of problems. And that was the whole point of those movies. And it it happened Mm -hmm. almost to the book as it was laid out in these movies. So, yeah, we're skeptical, but we can't be stupid. You know what I mean? We have all the right in the world to say I don't know. But to say I don't know but somehow you're going to have to save me if something happens. Well, they're giving you your your solution. Mm-hmm. Take it or don't take it. If you choose not to take it, then good luck. You know? Yeah. And for a lot of people, and I had this conversation with my aunt earlier, you know, we were talking about the vaccine and we were like, you know, she was like, well, because I'm like, look, I, it's because she brought in God. She said, God's always taking care of me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, but God gave me nature. And God gave me everything I needed in nature to survive. Mm-hmm. God has never let me down. Man let me down on a fairly regular basis. Fairly regular. And man created this vaccine mm-hmm. as well as the virus, mm-hmm. if you're looking at it, you know, obstructively. Yeah. So if man created the virus, which caused problems, surprise, All surprise globe. And man created the, the vaccine or the antidote, if you will, which can still cause problems. Or my option is to believe in God who gave me the earth and said, just trust it. it'll take do I do I let nature figure this out? Or do I let man figure this out?
0: Ooh.
1: Her answer was well God gave us God gave man the the ability to fix this problem.
0: mm mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. But he also gave them the intelligence to create it. Yeah. We still had to choose to do it. You know, I would never blame God for for a mistake that man made. You know, I said this a long time ago. God put us here, gave us the wisdom, gave us the means, in my personal opinion, and said, do what you want to do with it. But remember, you're doing it to yourself. I just gave you the capacity to make the gun. I didn't tell you to put it in everybody's hands. Yeah. I gave you the intelligence to figure out if you crush these atoms together, you get this massive explosion. Explosion, I didn't tell you to make a bomb out of it and drop it on the the city. You decided to kill a million people with a single object. Mm -hmm. You own that. Now, I allowed it to happen. If you want to believe that God just intervenes when something isn't supposed to happen. I allowed it to happen so that the rest of y'all can see just how ignorant y'all could be. Yeah. If you don't stop and think about each other. Yeah. And that's how I see And that's why, for me, it's how we treat each other. If we didn't want this virus to get out of control, we never would have created it in the first place. Yeah. We brought this upon ourselves. We have to figure out this problem. And we have to figure out this problem with the best of intentions for each other. Yeah. And I don't know that that's the case. That's where I struggle. Yeah. Are we really trying to save this, or create this solution for the whole, for the good of everybody, or just the good of our team? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because if it's just about our team and I'm not on your team, if I'm not the rich one or the white one or the European one or whatever team you're on, am I going to be subjected to the same solutions that you are? I'm not a politician. Do I get the same vaccine that the senator get or that the president get? Or do I get something different because of the community I live in or the community I grew up in or my demographic or my background or my race you know what I mean? That's where my doubt comes in. I still don't know that every human cares about every other human in the same way
0: yeah. that I do. I think I think it always comes down to financial. Um even when this vaccine thing uh started going around and all these people who were trying to make a vaccine for it was bidding for it right. with the government. As it a business. And Trying to get their version approved before the next version, I, I, I kinda felt like, dude, are we trying to figure it out or are we just trying to test and see if who's gonna be the first one to figure it out so they That's can right. be the next person they to get think, the most money? Right.
1: We we have we have we have literally made capitalizing on death a business. And it's almost a sporting event at this point. And yeah. that's what sucks, man. We, we got to care enough about ourselves to do better than that for ourselves. Because the only us that really matters here is humanity. At this point, it ain't about men and women no more. It's just about humans. Yeah. Which is why I was so you know, optimistic because we had the entire globe looking for a singular solution to a singular problem. And I think that's why it happened so fast. Everybody had one mission, mm-hmm. but once there was an inkling of a so- solution, it was every man for himself,
0: every man for himself to be
1: the first one to actually put it on the market. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn y'all just completely lost track of what we were trying to do here. So that's where my skepticism came from. But in the same sense, you know, I just talked about how, You know, Biden is making some people just as uncomfortable as Trump did. We got this Taliban situation, this Afghanistan situation. And that's... uh, We cannot ignore the humanitarian side of that,
0: man. At the end of the day, I'd say... Well, from what I understand is Trump had this already in place. So Mm -hmm. Biden is actually just carrying out something that Trump had in place. Right um to happen already. He had an agreement with the Taliban and everything. Like this is what was about to happen. So with that was Afghanistan you mean. Yeah. I mean, yeah, with, with Afghanistan that they were going to withdraw and uh let them go ahead and take over. We yeah. trained all your soldiers. Y'all should be able to handle this on your own. We're going to pull out. Right. And as soon as they pull out, as soon as they start pulling out everybody start. pulling out. Everybody like, even the president, like, oh no, y'all ain't about to leave us here
1: with with these. (laughs) And the Taliban was in the presidential house before we were gone. Yeah, before we was gone. They had literally just waved right in back in place like we were never there. And you know, here's my take on it. So you got all of these Afghani people going, don't leave us. But those same Afghani people were told how to protect themselves were given the tools and the resources and the means to protect themselves. We spent
0: millions and millions. Trillions. And millions. We've been
1: there for 20 years. We've been
0: spending a lot of money over there, dude. Just to train years. those. And they say it's, it's more, of just like I said, financial. These, cor- these companies have made all this money training these soldiers because they brought in these contractors to do these things. And what you get, a whole bunch of people just fleeing, running from... The Taliban. How many people? How? What type of army does the Taliban have? I actually don't even know how it even looks. It just looked like, it, from from what I look on, what I, from what I see on TV, it looked like it's like twelve guys, <laughs> and they all just roll up in, in vans with rockets and, and rocket launchers and guns, and, and be ga- like, and "I'm mass. taking over." Right. And this is what we're doing. <clears throat>
1: well, there's there's. A lot more than 12 I'm just saying though, right. thats but that's but you're what right it, what what it, you that's see, what it looks like. yeah, what you see is the the quote unquote attack or the effort on like these isolated locations. I think the issue with the Taliban that makes them so dangerous is they have very few boundaries. yeah Women, children, homes, family, friends, retaliation. Nothing's off the table, yeah. We just need to get to where we need to be and insert ourselves. And I think that's what they're good at. And I think what makes it hard to really rein them in is the fact that they're constantly building their core. Because it's such an easy sale. The outsiders are telling us how to live. Let's push them out. This got to be the biggest win in the world for them. Because go- we're gone now. Yeah, We won. It took 20 years, but we're won. You know, God says, "Don't." Allah says, "Don't give up." So we don't give up. Eventually, we'll win. We finally won. Now we're gonna take back the capital and insert ourselves again. And and but, and guess I, what? We left behind what bases, yes, and equipment, equipment and weapons and tanks. We and just bounced and everything, ev- money, everything. We just bounced. We just left. And as far as they concerned, it's like. All we got to do is wait y'all out. Okay. We we ain't going nowhere. We live here. Eventually y'all got to go because eventually y'all people go say bring my son home or quit spending my tax dollars in that country. We've been fighting that fight for 100 years. Why we keep spending money in other countries?
0: And then they talking about it's Americans over there that they uh they telling like um we're going to get you out of there. But Contact Until then, find cover bunker and, down. and stay there. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Until we get to you. Right. Because they basically, like, we don't know where everybody's located, like, wait, so we kind of got to locate you. So you send out your little correspondence of where you're at, and they'd be like, all right, we'll send somebody in there to get you soon, but just bunker down. Because if they that find crazy, you,
1: man. they might kill you. <laughs> and then you got all of these people over there that are, that are – you know, Afghanis, and they're like, you know, I agreed to take up arms against the Taliban, against my own people, against my own family in some cases, because I believed in what you said you were going to do, and then you disappear. The minute they find me, I'm the traitor. Imagine if somebody, imagine if people in the United States decided to take up arms against the U.S. government, which is already treason, Mm -hmm. and then eventually Their leadership just gave up and left. And you're left to deal with the American government. That
0: you were the enemy for a minute. And now your boss is gone.
1: And 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 now you're coming back talking about, can I get food stamps? Get the fuck out of here. You just, you You portrayed the country. Treason. (laughs) Treason is punishable by death. Yes. And that's in America. Yeah. They cutting off heads over there. So I get... But they claim that they're not gonna do any of that.
0: That's Man, they what They claim. they, was, they, they say claimed we're they didn't know what, they we're not c- gonna do anything to the women. We just want everybody to go back to the old way of doing things.
1: Man, they claim they didn't know where Osama bin Laden was, too. Yeah. <laughs> they were hiding his ass. Yeah. Yeah. We, but went, that's, and, we went and found him. Yeah, but him I'm just saying, you, all of a sudden we supposed to distrust what they claim. Yeah. I and mean people are in harms. Way they know
0: it. You seen the video. They was willing to on onto that plane Dude. to get up out of there,
1: holding on to the landing gears.
0: Get up out of there. Four, like,
1: five, six, seven, eight, hundred feet in the air, and then like I can't hold on no more. And they then they said dropping.
0: that the landing gear wouldn't go up,
1: right? Because of the and waves. then they, they had before.
0: somebody go down there and checking, it and it was bodies. It was a body in there that was making it not be able to go up because they yeah. got crushed in there. And I'm like...
1: So they had to open it back up. And then the people that had actually made it in there ended up falling back up. What do you do?
0: They was trying to get up. And, and the Dude, plane was, was
1: filled with over 600, 600 people. 600 people. And there were thousands of people chasing the plane down the runway.
0: They said tens of thousands of people.
1: <laughs> chasing a plane down a, Literally as in as front of it. Off. As it's pulling as it's off. To like, pull up. sorry, we gonna keep rolling. Watch out or die. I mean that's 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 the exit strategy. We couldn't do no better than that. Man,
0: they it's it it was just totally weird and crazy to see. And then I shout out to my Afghan people. I have no uh, no kind of grievance against none of them. They are cool people's with me. I mean, I love my guala gualas in the hood, and I know that's not the proper name for y'all, but in the hood that's what we call y'all. We call y'all the guala Gualas. It's kind of a cool name to me, let me tell it. I don't, I don't I don't even know, but but uh I like
1: how you try to like put the disclaimer in. It's here. just it's a
0: cool name. I thought it was wrong. I, if 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 somebody called me the guala gualas, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, we the guala Gualas, baby." <laughs> But uh, no, yeah, kidding. I just I, I I it's just a it's a it's, tough, it's tough, man. It's it really tough is. because that's your that is your country, that's your city, that's where you're from, and then you got people who's from there that's here. You know right. what I'm saying? And imagine how they're feeling if their families is over there. You know what I'm saying? Commanded and they gotta still deal with that because they're not American citizens. And it's it's just a crazy. I mean,
1: and that's that's where that whole loyalty piece comes from. That's why. That's why everybody back in the day was saying close the borders, because there's certain people that will come over here, see something like that and go death to America. They were right. And now I'm here. What can I do from the inside? You know, that's why the Patriot Act was formed. We don't know what these people are talking to their people about. You know, those those 9-11 hijackers, they had been in America. They were getting money from over there, funding the actual Mm operation. that ended up bringing down the towers reportedly. That's a whole different conversation. But I'm just, you never know what you're dealing with, man, which is why people have to give a shit. It's the same, the reason I bring it up at the same time as the vaccine situation is because it all comes back to how people care about people. People. What people think about people. That is the only thing we've talked about for 29 straight episodes. Mm-hmm. This is not about the circumstances. It's not even about the environment. It's about what we do for each other. Yeah. What we do, what we did last weekend, we did four. The prison community. Yeah, it wasn't we about us. For the we children, we care less about Got nothing us. to do with us. I'm we not in jail. We took one picture
0: while we was there.
1: Yeah, and somebody
0: took that. Somebody of us took that of us and you just posted it. To put, check it get, out and get and get. You got your hands on it. Right. <laughs> but I was like, dude, I thought if it was really about that, it it was for one. It was a closed event, so it wasn't even like for everybody. Right. Which. I feel like it should be for everybody because the way that panel was, I think everybody should hear that. That's why I posted Meaning it. Meaning why, why you wanted the video of it because it was like, at least people can see it. We don't got enough room for everybody to be here, but right. at least people can see it. And um, I think it, it's just like we really, really need that in, the, in our communities and in our, our, our world, period. Our though.
1: world. This isn't even the black thing. We we world. address the issue from the perspective of our community. If we can, if we can, if we can bring,
0: if we can pull back time, be post uh, or pre um, internet, mm-hmm. bring back that time, right before the internet even became a thing of us actually being able to communicate with each other through the internet, right, like that. Email's fine, but I'm talking about like social media right. and stuff. If we can go pre before that, I think we were moving in a, a pretty good direction at that time. Yeah. Because everybody was like you communicated with who you communicated with, you knew who you knew, and you wasn't looking at nobody else's lives other than your famous people who had the T V right screen from from you. So you right. kinda seen what they were doing. But the next man next to you, you can care less. You know what I'm saying? You in the same position as me. I can right. see you every day. But if I see you on the TV, you're doing something big. Right. Or if I hear you on the radio, you're doing something big. Right. But now it's like, I see you on the internet and you're doing something big, but at the end of the day... So is everybody else. You live in a house full of roaches. Right. But when I see you, you got the hottest clothes on, the right. hottest tennis shoes on, you're driving a nice little car. But when you go home... You living with roaches. It's a facade, right. So it's all just a big old thing, but now I want that, though. Right. What am I willing to do to get it? Anything. Right. And they're willing to do anything for this. Right. If he can do it, I can do it. It it gives you, I I understand motivation is everything, but you get motivated by the wrong things, though. Right. If you're going to motivate yourself, motivate yourself to finish school and go to college or, or be an athlete. or Just motivate yourself to do something different. To do something constructive. And do something constructive and make a difference. Right. But everything became about money, 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 money. I need to make more money. I need to get this. I need to go to Saks Fifth. I need to shop in that store. Everybody's shopping in, in Foot Locker and Foreman Meals and, and these little brinky ding stores. I want to be shopping at Saks Fifth where I got to pay $500 for a T-shirt. Right. Why? Why would you do that? I Not mean, even the richest person shops at Saks
1: Fifth, though. Right. That's why they They don't even go that way, dude. <laughs> right.
0: They got one suit in their closet. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they chilling. Unless you're Jay-Z. then you I mean you uh, just out I, there. <laughs> I, I, he's he's part of the culture though. Right. So of course you got it, but he went and made his own clothes and and was and made the culture basically. Right. Like I ain't about to just be
1: But that's the difference. Yeah. That's the difference between being inspired and being inspiring. Yeah. You know Which what I mean? which uh,
0: which is another reason why I did Kanye too because Kanye makes he, he took, he know what Jay was doing mm-hmm. and he took it to another level of it, mm-hmm. but it's just that he was more outspoken with his though. Instead yeah. of being like under the table with, he like, nah, I'm, I'm yeah, yeah. but he really doing it. I can't Dang. knock him.
1: He ain't that far. He might be ahead of Jay money wise. He, I don't know he, if people realize I, it. I, I, he's I ain't worth like, him. I, I think he's worth like 3 billion by himself Yeah, he without him. Kim.
0: He's killing him, dude. All right. But at at, at one point in time, he was in debt. So it's like, dude, he bet on himself. He like, I he will literally went into debt to get out of debt and become who he is today. Right.
1: Which is a great thing. And that's you know that's the that's the that's the challenge with being what we're trying to be. It's not easy. It's not about the money. No. But you got to have the money to get to that point. Yeah. And that's what, like you said, uh, Kanye said, okay. If I got to put myself in debt to be able to become what I want to become, then so be it. Yeah. You know, but he had a wife that was a millionaire. So he kind of had that flexibility. A lot of us don't have that. You know what I mean? It's taken a lot to do what we've done up to this point. And And we still got a long way
0: to go. The ride just, just started like the wheels, the Mm -hmm. the wheels is just starting to move a little bit. We ain't even, we ain't a train. We ain't a train wrecking right now. We just like two. Chew. Two,
1: <laughs> <laughs> two. But we getting there. We moving. We moving in. We moving in the, the right direction. And but we great. need that coal. You know yeah. what I mean. We need that coal. And it was, it was cool that Andrea Mahone brought that up from uh, just in time at the end. She was like, you know, we could talk all day long. But these movements need support. Yeah. They need financial support. Yeah. Put your money where your mouth is break out the collection plate, you know what I mean? I think somebody else And and she
0: was one of our daughters, as you told me. You told me, she said that she was like, I didn't think this event was going to be what it was, Right. but you turned me into a believer, and now I want to give to this event. Right,
1: she was first one out of her pocket with money, you know what I mean, which was huge. Now, you know, we need more of that, and I get why people are reluctant to do that, because we all got our own problems, you know, but if we could support... You know, old English, and we Mm -hmm. could support Yingling, and we could support Budweiser by buying that shit that's killing us every Mm -hmm. time we turn around. Why we can't support something we actually believe in that can actually make a difference? Yeah. For every cup of fucking Starbucks you buy, that's three bucks a pop, three to five bucks a pop. People going in there two, three, four, five times a day. Dude, you spending twenty dollars a day. Man, they spending money though on that shit hey, for coffee.
0: I I, sp- I know. I spent. I buy iced coffee every morning, and right. that's crazy. And I start seeing how much it cost because I start like Doing looking at it. Like,
1: yeah. damn, I'm spending a lot of money on iced coffee every morning. Five, six hundred dollars. I mean, you got people spending hundreds of dollars a month. A month on just one coffee, and, and that's I- before they go out for lunch. And before they go out for breakfast, and before they go out for dinner, and before they go out for drinks, and before they go to the nightclub, and before they go out, you know what I mean? Dude, I was just telling T, I said, dude,
0: because she eats out all the time. We don't usually cook in this house. Mm-hmm. So I asked her last week, I said, how much money you just spent on food this week? Because I didn't eat out with her at all last week. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm saving money. I'm, I'll buy my one little iced coffee. That's the only money I'm spending <laughs> out of my account. I'm, I'll eat what's at home. So that's what I've been doing. And I was like, how much money you just spent this week? That was, that was, what, Saturday or Sunday? Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, probably like 60 bucks." And I said, $60. So I said, you got to hold another week before we get paid. You're probably going to spend another $60. That's $120 in two weeks. That's a lot of money to be giving away just in, just eating food when you could have spent 50 bucks in groceries and we could just be cooking food. Mm-hmm. But she just like the convenience of just being able to just order her food and have it here or doing Uber Eats or DoorDash or it's just a convenience. And she budgets. So therefore, it's a budget. I'm pretty sure her budget is about $200 because she right. spends every time. Every <laughs> every two weeks, she spends about $200 in carryout, dude. And I'm like, dude, why are we doing, why are, and I was with her for a minute, but I seen my bank account dwindling. dwindling. I was like, nah, I'm straight. (laughs) I can't keep up with you. I ain't got a, I don't budget. I just know that my bank account going down because I keep
1: ordering food. (laughs) When it goes out faster than it come in, something And I'm already spending
0: a whole bunch of money on my business. So I'm like, dude, nah, we can't keep spending this money on eating. Eating, I'm just going to eat to live right now.
1: Right. (laughs) Which is the way it should be. So yeah, man, I mean, it's it's just about how we care about people. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, people
0: people are very, very important. I, I I
1: it's what are we without each other?
0: Yeah.
1: Lonely as fuck.
0: And and it seemed like everybody is being more and more separated, whether it be race, whether it be gender, whether it be anything, it's like separation. Sexual orientation. Yeah, it's just it's just separation, separation, separation. And why should we be having to deal with that when if we just all came together and just figured it out, you know what I'm saying, this will be, a, this will be the America that everybody wants to come to. Right. And people live worse in other countries, so they come here because they don't have to deal with what they got to deal with in their country. Right. So they come over here and be like, I can walk down the street and be good right. in certain areas.
1: And that's the thing. We don't realize how good we got it. <clears throat> Sometimes you got to go to some of these other countries to really appreciate what you have. Appreciate it. But you know, appreciating it and actually making it work for its entire self, not just for yourself, mm-hmm. are two different things. You know, you got a lot of people that have been out there going, "Oh man, if I went over there and I had to deal with this, I'd be in bad shape." But I realize that these kind of people operate this way, and it's working for them over there. I wonder if I can implement that in America. Mm-hmm. You know, in Cincinnati or in Chicago. Then they do and it's like man now I'm putting money in my pocket by taking it out of his by doing it you know what I mean scheming mm-hmm. scheming is like a business in and of itself, but all you're doing is hurting somebody i don't know i'm just I'm just tired of watching people suffer because other people are selfish or because other people have their own agenda. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean, especially when all I want to do is make My environment better for myself and my kids because at some point I'm not going to be here anymore. Mm -hmm. I know that I'm going to die. Yeah, it's inevitable. I know I have to leave something behind that makes life better for my children, or else they're going to suffer more than I did. Mm -hmm. And I don't want that for my kids. I don't want that for your kids. You don't have any, but I don't want that for your family. Yeah, exactly. And the whole point of
0: my my whole mindset when I look into my business ventures it's never about I'm me trying to get to my next level. It was about me building a team around me and everybody getting to their next level. Like, I want everybody to win that's around me. Nice. But then when when you – I've been through this so many times where you get around people and you're like, all right, I want to see you win. But then their attitude is not that. Right. Their attitude is selfish. I'm trying to win for myself. So as soon as self-opportunities come across – they end up crossing that line. And when you cross that line, that usually doesn't work out. And it never does for the people who cross that line with me. Like right. You crossed that line, you got selfish, and you went on over that line, and now you can't come back over that line because right. I'm done with I you. can't
1: trust you I, on I, this side I, of the fence. I,
0: I thought that you were going to just eat with me and we were going to build this thing together and we talked about it and we had this discussion. And then as soon as the opportunity came for you to cross the line, you did. Right. And... That's not, I mean, loyalty is a big thing in all situations.
1: Right. You know what I'm saying? In all cultures, right. In
0: all cultures. And people don't understand that loyalty rule. You got your, and then the ones that do understand the loyalty rule, they do it for the wrong reasons. Right. They loyal to a gang or they loyal to a person. They are just loyal to something that's negative and right. not really positive. Because of what it gets them in the moment.
1: Yeah. And then when they mature out of it, it's like, oh, I made a mistake. Wow. Damage yeah. is done now, bro. The damage done. You got bodies you, on you now. You
0: in jail. You're, you're repenting for your sins and you're doing this, but you damaged the whole community with right. your actions. Right. Because that's how you felt at the time and you was being loyal to a game that wasn't going to be loyal to you long once you got it done. Right. So that's, that's what our
1: whole business model is about. Right? Just trying to keep people channeling positive energy for their own benefit, for their community benefit, for their family benefit, for the benefit of others, by linking them together like a chain. Links, not chains. I mean, you know, it's not that lofty of an idea, Yeah. but there is some meaning and purpose behind that concept, man. We have to link each other together. We have to move as a single unit. Every link of a chain is stronger as a chain than it is as a link. Dude, so connect to something.
0: That's Bringing that up, one one last thing. Corey said that in his speech. He said, dude, I can see one man doing a job and say, oh, he making a lot of money off that. All right. I'm going to do that too because since he making money, I'm going to make money. Then you end up with all these businesses doing the same thing in the same area, in the same community, instead of everybody saying, all right, he doing that, let me do this. He going to have to get that from me. And then we'll just build our... big we'll work together. Yeah, we'll work together as a community and everybody eating off, off the same type of situation. Right. And I was like, that was a smart uh, little scenario he just you put can't, down.
1: You can't, every link can't be the same. Yeah, It can't be one link That's growing and growing and growing and growing and growing. No, it has to be individual efforts. It has to be coupling efforts. It have to be uh, um, collaborative efforts. Yeah. You you're good at something. I'm good at something. Right. Let's link together. You can write. I can talk. Yeah. You write the speech. I'll give it. Mm Mm-hmm. We win. And we win it. You write the song, I'll perform the song. We win. We win. But if you're writing a song and I'm writing a song and ain't nobody got the means to actually perform it, ain't neither one of us getting
0: paid. Ain't nothing gonna happen. It's just gonna be just a written song.
1: Right. Sitting on paper.
0: Now we gotta try to figure out who's gonna sing it. And everybody's not gonna be on the same page as
1: us. Right. (laughs) So we know what we need to do. We just need everybody else to participate in order to make it happen. You know what I mean? So That's why every effort we make is a community effort. You can participate however you see fit. You know, just reach out to us, gbentmedia.com. You can go to the Facebook page, AG's Convos, uh, PCB CEO. I mean, you can go anywhere you need to be. Mm -hmm. A-E-Y-G-E-E, that's how you find me, just about anything. Or A7G3, that's that's the only way to find me. That's the easiest way to find me. Yeah. LinkedIn, Facebook. Push message. I will reply. Click message. Say what you got to say. Call the number. Call the business number. It's on the website, gbentmedia.com. If you want to participate or if you want help figuring out what your next step should be in your life. In your life. Hit us up. That's what we do. Yeah. And again, for everybody that came out this weekend, super grateful. If you want to watch it it is the expressions of love a links not chain event is on facebook it's on youtube look it up look up the label it's a-v-v-f-i as soon as you see that label you'll know it is white sticks out like a sore thumb we appreciate the feedback this is ag's convos we, AG's
0: have- we gonna show you how the world goes AG's convos We gon' show you how the world goes